Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. My name is Evangelist Dada Olamide. I am 70 years old. I'm an advocate of marriage, especially a blissful home and a happy marriage. I desire every home to be happy. I desire every marriage to be fruitful. That's why I'm still advocating that every couple who have decided to last for each other should keep their marriage, nurture it as they plant fruit, and water it with love. I mean agape love. It is well with you. Shall we pray? Oh Lord our God, I bless you because you are faithful. I thank you, Lord, because you are the Lord that has established, O oh Lord, this institution. I pray as many as have gone into the institution, O oh Lord. Give them grace, O oh Lord, to do according to thy will. Thou Lord, who has, O oh Lord, joined them. You are the Lord, your Alpha and Omega. Continue to be there. As many as are willing, O oh Lord, to be joined, O oh Lord, to be, O oh Lord, member of this institution. May you continue, O oh Lord, to be with them. Let thy spirit divine direct everyone. Let our homes, O oh Lord, be fruitful in Jesus' name. My topic today says the don'ts of marriage. Once again, I say I want to discuss certain things concerning marriage that's called the don'ts of marriage. What you do not know is above you. Do not marry in ignorance. It could be costly. Ignorance is costly. So we should be very careful. There are so many things that we ignore that it, does ma it doesn't matter. Let's just go in. Imagine somebody who is a man, thought he is matured and ready to marry, and sees a lady that he, he likes, just infatuation, not really love, and went and bought a ring and called the lady, will you marry me? And the lady ignorantly, childishly said, I will, I will. And she accepted that ring, not knowing what she is going into. We have to call ourselves back to others. We have to call ourselves back to others before you venture into marriage because it's a business and it's a divine establishment. You wish you cannot play with, you cannot toy with it. It is a live endeavor till they do us part. That is what marriage meant. It's not meant for child's children it's not meant for boys it's not meant for girls it's meant for mature people remember in genesis the word of god says and they too they were together they are together they were naked they were not ashamed and in the word of god in the same genesis the lord said a man shall leave his mother and his father and shall be joined with his wife and the two shall become one. One plus one is called to one. That is why marriage is a mystery that ordinary man cannot unfold. It's only God, the people, the man, the God that established the marriage. It's only Him that can unfold this mystery. So I will itemize some of those stones today, and I will expatiate on them. One, do not marry unprepared. Unpreparedness is a dangerous venture. When you are not ready for an assignment, 
do not venture into it. If you are not prepared, do not venture into marriage. Marriage is not what to rush into because if you rush into it, you will rush out dishonorably. Get yourself prepared. Be sure of yourself. Ask yourself questions. Am I prepared for this venture? Am I ready to go into this venture? Will I be able to cope? Even will I be able to weather the storm in the marriage? You have seen people that are married. Within a few minutes, a few months, few weeks, they are out of the marriage because they do not take care of what they should take care of initially. Two, you do not marry into marriage because of culture. You do not marry because of culture or tradition. Tradition is not what God lay down as the rules and regulation about marriage. Because he has done it in his own way and has set a manual, a standard that everyone should follow. Do not follow culture or tradition. Your father might have done it. Do not follow your father's pattern. Your father's pattern may not pay you because you are not your father this time. You should know what you want in your marriage. You should know who you want to marry. You should know who you want to spend the rest of your life with. You should understand that God is divine in his arrangement. He is the one that has this divine establishment. He is the source and he takes the source of a thing to give it power and sustain it. If you are talking about culture, culture cannot lead you through. Because two of you are from the same, different background. You are not of the same background. Your wife may have her own culture. The husband may have his own culture. If you disobey, it's like the law of the Ten Commandments. If you disobey in one, you have disobeyed in all. So that law was unable to fulfill, fulfill people's uh, need. So it's better to follow the manual that the law has set. That you should love, husband, love your wife. Wife, obey your husband. Submit to your own husband. All these ordinances, if you, if you obey it, your marriage will go well and things will work for you. Thirdly, do not marry for riches or monetary gain or influence. You should not be, money should not be the basis of your marriage. <laughs> money should not be the basis of our marriage because money has wings. It flies. As good as money is, it's not the basis of marriage. If you depend on man's money, do you know the source of the money you are depending on? Do you know the money that is enticing, the source of the money that is enticing you? Maybe it's from a dubious means. Maybe the money is from ritualists. And you know the consequence of money that comes from ritualists. It's like a Yoruba day that says, that is the money that is fetish. And if eventually this money vanishes, it means you are going to vanish with the money. If you don't even vanish with the money, you may be a victim of circumstance. You may be the next to be sacrificed just to appease the gods they are, that they took their money from. Always desire true wealth by engaging in true business, a pure business, a genuine business, 
Togetherness you work, and the Lord will bless the work of your hands. It is the work of your hand that God wants to bless. And you will forget your wilderness experience. There is no home that has no wilderness experience. There is no home that is on bed of roses. Every home, if you ask every couple, they will have something to say before they become what they are today. It is not an overnight uh, 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 event. Every home has a, a story to tell because every house, every home that you were seen was not built in a day. It wasn't built in a day. It takes the grace of God. It takes the ordinance of God. It takes the uh, manual that the Lord has set concerning marriage to make a home a home. Do not marry because of monetary gain. Fourthly, do not settle for separation or divorce. God hates divorce. God did not plan marriage for separation. He wants two of you to be together for life. He wants you to be together till they do you part. That is why on the marriage vow that day, you agree for better and for worse. But most of the marriages we have this day ends with the marriage program, the wedding program. Wedding and marriage, they are not the same. Wedding is the day you say, I do, in the hall, in the, in the eyes of people and God as a living witness too. But the marriage proper starts from your honeymoon. Do you know that some people from their honeymoon, they have started fighting? Disagreeing might be on gift, might be on one issue or the other. And the enemy capitalized on disagreement and separated them. Is that a marriage? So, my dear, I will want you to retrace your steps. If you are married already, you can still make amendments. You can still retrace your steps. Because separation will not help you. If you separate now, what about the children you have gotten in, in the marriage? You have to be very careful. Tolerate one another. Be there for one another. I want to call you a husband. That the greatest friend, the best friend you have is your wife. I want to ask, tell you, my dear sisters, the best friend you have is your husband. And the greatest helper you have is your spouse. There is no third party that can be like your partner. I repeat that. No third party that can be your partner. Walk in the same direction. Have the same business if it is possible. Cooperate with each other. Because if the woman is going north and the man is going south, things cannot work together. It's like things fall apart and the center cannot hold. You won't be able to achieve your goal. The goal of marriage is to have a good end. Because the Bible told us in Jeremiah 29, 11 that I have my thought towards you is a good thought. To have an unexpected end. Expected end in marriage is godly home, godly children. And enviable family. That's what God has for us as an expected end in marriage. You cannot truncate or disobey the principle of God. And you want to be a principal in your marriage. It is not possible. Be your brother keeper.
be your brother's keeper. If the husband is not with the man, the wife, things will, may go wrong. You remember our father, Adam and Eve, in Garden of Eden. Adam went away. Satan went and deceived Eve. There was no man to protect the woman. Had it been Adam was around, maybe we would have told Satan, get away. Don't you know that the umbrella is there to cover my wife? I am the umbrella of my wife. But thank God, today, God has a reason for his plans. Be your, be your brother's keeper. Be your wife's confidence. Wife, be your husband's confidence. Let things work for you. Obey the covenant of God, the ordinances of God concerning marriage. It will not take anything from you. It will only add to your virtue. Be dear for each other. If not, the devil will, will deceive you and there will be a broken world. And to build a broken wall, it takes time. Even though if you eventually build a broken wall, it will not be the same, the same way. Remember always that, Lord, you have given me a business. You have given me a ministry. And I know I'm going to give account of this ministry. I told you, marriage is like a ministry, it's like a business. And every business venture, the people that are engaged in it are expectant. Their expectation is to have gains. There is no one that wants to trade without having gains. And your own gain is to have an expected end, a good marriage, godly children. And you'll be happy and be peaceful and have peace in your heart. Then another do not is don't settle for many children. Don't continue to argue about the sex of your children when you eventually begin to have children. Do not have children that you won't be able to cater for. We know the Bible says children are the inheritance of God. If they come on time, praise God. If they don't come on time, praise God. If they eventually come and you are having the same sex, do not because of that start to have children that you cannot care for, that you don't have time for, that you don't have enough resources to care for. Do not give back to vagabonds. Do not give back to children that will suffer. Do not give back to children that will cause you. Because if you are, you are unable to take care of them, they won't be happy. Give battle to or so that you can care for. Do not have many children. Do not fight over the sex of your children. There is no child that is not from God. It depends on the way you handle them when they come. If you pray for your children to be a governor, call them good names. They will be what you desire them to be even when they are female. Some, because of sex, they have had six children. They've had six children in their family and they are unable to take care. And their children have become slaves and housemaids to others. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I want to warn every one of us that before you venture, those of you that are yet to marry, before you venture, pray fervently. Pray fervently. Let God choose for you. Many a times we chose for ourselves. Many a times we do it 
with impatience. Many a times we desperately go into marriage. My sister, my brother, my auntie, my friend, they are already married. That is not the mayor of marriage. That is not the a criteria for marriage. A marriage well done is better than the one that you go into and continue to regret. And eventually you separate. Eventually you divorce. Some are even going extra mile. They will fight it. They kill themselves. Do not marry because of any other thing than the manual that God has set for us. The Lord shall help you. The Lord shall give you the grace. The Lord shall make you prosperous. The Lord shall grant you grace to nurture your marriage. I want to tell you this time that you have to think through and think well. Do the needful before you get married. And if you are eventually married, restrain yourself. Think about the accountability aspect of marriage. That you are going to stand and give account of your stewardship. My life is my own. It's not there. The marriage has been committed into your hands. And you have to give account. Do not allow yourself to be victim of evil circumstances in your marriage. Don't let, do not allow your marriage to be compared with other marriage. Be yourself. Let God be your Alpha and Omega. And the Lord will continue to guide us in our marriages in Jesus' name. I want to seize this opportunity to introduce my book titled, Your Marriage is Your Own Vineyard, Nurture It. Your marriage is your own vineyard, nurture it. If eventually you want inquiries, you want to ask me questions, you, want to, you are interested in my book, my number is, 090-688-04870. I will call it again. 090-688-04870. Or 070-5080-1045. 070-5080-1045. Stay blessed in Jesus' name.